the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. What a great intro to a great hour on KVEC News Talk. 9.20 a.m., 96.5 FM. Jeanette Trumpeter filling in for Dave Congleton today, who is on a well-earned vacation. And he's given me the privilege of having the mic for three hours. And I have been picking people who I'm super fans of. So we had a, a couple guests. We had Sister Teresa from Restorative Partners, and then we heard all the behind the scenes of the Paul Flores trial from Rebecca Kripe from the San Luis Obispo County District Attorney's Office, and we end the day on the most beautiful note, talking to the Varian family of the V6 Ranch in Parkfield, California. And I'm just so thrilled to have you all today. We have Jack Varian, his son, John Varian, and Catherine Varian. So three generations of the real McCoy Cowboys right here on the Central Coast. And to those of you who do not know the V6 Ranch, I'm so sad for you. But hopefully by the end of this hour, you will, because it's a pretty magic place right in our own backyard with the advent of Yellowstone and City Slickers and all the Westerns. We have the classier, better version right in our own backyard. So I will quit talking. Let's start with with the patriarch of the family. Jack, explain to me how the the V6 came to be, because that in itself is part of the history. How'd you end up with 22,000 acres outside of Parkfield? Well, I uh, let's just start with I went to Cal Poly and graduated in 1958. And uh, my father, uh, who was raised in Halcyon and also was a Cal Poly graduate in 1920, uh, I said, Dad, I want to be a cowboy (laughs) because he was an electronics genius. And uh, but it wasn't for me. And so I took a course in animal husbandry at Cal Poly. And upon graduation, I married my wife of now 65 years, Z Varian. And they gave us a wedding present of a house and 12 acres in Arroyo Grande. And I said, I really appreciate it. <laughs> But 12 acres is probably not going to support a family. So I uh, we gave it over to, for what they paid for it, to my cousin Sheila, right. who became Varian Arabians out there on Corbett Canyon. Wow. And with that uh, money, plus $70,000 that I have yet to pay back, I found what we called the Cantinas Ranch out there uh, a little bit uh, west of 
Lake Nassimiano. It was 2,800 acres of pure brush. And uh, in fact, the neighbors called the ranch Pinch Gut Canyon. <laughs> it would starve a good man to death. Uh. So after three years, I uh, found out that, yes, it was going to pinch my gut, and <laughs> I was going to starve to death. So I thought, well, the idea of selling was starting to ruminate, and a realtor shows up one day. He said, would you be interested in selling your ranch? And I thought, well, yes. And he said, well, I have a fella that likes to hunt black-tailed deer, and he's from Los Angeles, and uh, can we show him around? And uh, So I, yeah, sure. So we took a quick trip around part of the ranch, and he thought it was wonderful because at that time there were black-tailed deer everywhere. And, uh, and next day he came back and he said, how much do you want for your ranch? And I, you know, it never no crossed my mind yeah. to find out how much it was worth, but we'd paid seventy thousand. So I said one hundred and fifty. He said sold. And that's how you got the V six. The V six. We took a trip, Z and I and Katie. At that time, we had one child, and we toured around the high desert of Utah, Nevada, and that country. And really didn't see anything that fit for us. And plus the fact that you shoveled snow and it was cold (laughs) all winter. And I was born in San Luis Obispo, so this was not going to work. We could see New Meadows, Idaho in my rear view mirror as the last place we looked. Came home, weren't home a week, and a neighbor called and said, hey, there's a pretty good ranch for sale out there in Parkfield. He said, you ought to go look. And so got together with the realtor, went out Vineyard Canyon Road, and crested the hill and looked down on the Shalam Valley. Mm. And I thought, oh, my God, I didn't really know anything like this existed in California. And and it does. And and that's, a lot of people think that when they come out to your ranch is like, I did not know this really existed in California. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, the owner or the son of the owner, Dudley Taylor, he gave us a two hour bumpy trip around. <laughs> and my wife was oh, by then eight months pregnant and she was... Dudley was sure that she was going to have the baby in the back of the Jeep. And we bounced around for a couple hours, came back, and we were both enthralled with the beauty and the fact that the Parkfield, population 18, had a one-room school, and which is just what we were going to need. And I said, uh, how much? He said, we want $400,000 for 8,000 acres, $50 an acre. Whoa. I had them my 150, and um, Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company had their 250, 
and you made it happen. We made it happen. We closed escrow in November of '61. And we've been there ever since. So I love that story because I think a lot of people in this day and age hear about people. It is now 22,000, right? 22,000 oh, acres? Yeah. 20,000 20, acres. Uh, p- the people think, ah, oh, you know, the Varians, they're big old land barons. They've owned, they own all this land. But it, it has been a struggle from day. You, you, even though you, you're doing these cattle drives and stuff, you are still having to figure out how to make this thing work. John? Yeah, uh, I'm very fortunate Dad loves land, but he darn sure loves debt, too. So we've, <laughs> we're always struggling. Well, we, they've figured out some pretty unique ways to make this work and make it a place that we will have in perpetuity for the San Luis Obispo County to have some wide open spaces. And we'll talk about that when we come back from the break on KVEC News Talk, 920 AM and 96.5 FM. Good afternoon, everyone. Jeanette Trumpeter filling in for... Dave Congleton on KVEC News Talk, 920 AM, 96.5 FM, your hometown radio station. And talk about a hometown crew in the studios right now. I was born in San Luis Obispo. You were born. Every single variant goes was born here. And your roots, Jack, go back before that. You mentioned it briefly, but I got to hit you up because it's a fascinating story. Your dad, you mentioned, was a, an engineering type, and that wasn't your shtick. He he earned this money by a fascinating way. Fill, it, fill us in. Okay. Actually, uh, he uh, got the idea. He was an airline pilot for Pan American Airlines in Mexico and Central America from 1926, I think, until 1935. He was always in bad weather, so he wrote his brother, who by now had a doctor's degree in physics, and said, Russ, is there some way we can see one of these mountains that's hidden in the clouds? And uh, so they conversed back and forth and finally decided there was a way. And my dad took a leave of absence, and they both moved back to Halcyon, where they were raised. And came up with the invention called the Klystron. It was the driving force that made radar possible. So there you go. The variants who partially kind of founders of Halcyon. And then if you go to Stanford University, isn't there a Varian Hall? Uh, Yes, there's the Varian uh, Physics Department. (laughs) And uh, because... After a couple years in Halcyon, they were unable to do any more research into their invention. So they went to Stanford University. Stanford gave them $100, the use of the physics department. And for that, Stanford took half of the patent rights on basically the Kleistron, which was 
the tube that made radar possible. Amazing. The the the, the fascinating connections in this family, and I, we could do a whole other show on it, but we're talking Ansel Adams was a bud of your uncle's, and yes. uh, he's shown me a book out at the ranch that Ansel took pictures and made a book with poetry for his uncle. It was for your uncle, right, for a birthday? Or? Yeah, it was uh, my uncle and Ansel were close friends. And involved in the Sierra Club up in the Sierras and mm-hmm. just goes on and on. But we're here to talk about the ranch today. So, John, Dad got it started. And the story I heard from him once is we've heard so many stories of brother loves sister until mom and dad are gone. And then they're fighting over development and the property. And so we just decided to take it out of the mix and and explain to me what he presented with you and how you have to figure out how it works from here on out. Yeah, Dad just decided that we weren't going to actually inherit anything that was worth anything. (laughs) So he was able to, uh, with a conservation easement and with with all of us kids buying into the fact that we want this ranch forever and ever, and we don't want it to come between us, uh, we're able to take the um, development rights out of it and um, keep it a cattle ranch and a recreation place and so now uh none of us have to worry about that i tell my kids we can live like we're well nowadays it's billionaires but we just don't have any of the money to go with it (laughs) but you got lots of land but now you that is sort of a challenge though right because now you have to figure out how to make it provide livings for all of you who get to live there but you can't subdivide it you can't do what a lot of ranchers fight there, you know, it's what Yellowstone's all about. We want to keep us, you know, and he did it. He figured out his way to do it early. And so now you've got, tell, I was shocked because I've gone on a cattle drive. I've come out and played with you. Our families used to spend Thanksgivings out there at the inn. And I went on to, I'm coming out for a cowboy weekend coming up. And I was blown away with all the, the things you have going on there now. Yeah, there's uh, there was no out uh, easy out, so we just doubled down, and I'm just so blessed and fortunate that uh, the next generation, my kids, have expressed a lot of interest, and they're very handy in all the things I'm not, and so we have been um, doing our uh, started off just the restaurant and the lodge, and then then the cattle drives, and now we just have dude ranch weekends. We have we'll have. Uh, 30, 40 events this year. We have a big bluegrass festival on Mother's Day weekend. And it just all started with um, the restaurant. And uh, we literally didn't even have a kitchen when we opened it. We cooked on a barbecue pit outside in the rain. That didn't last very long. It was kind of so we're ta- so anyone just joining us because I know a lot of people join on the way home from work. We're talking to the Varian family, three generations of a rancher family out in the Parkfield area in the Shalam Valley. Um, to people, I'm amazed how many people have never been to Parkfield. But let, explain, Parkfield is in our San Luis Obispo County backyard. So we're what forty miles from Paso. Yeah, we're actually in Monterey County, yeah. uh, but really San Luis County is our adopted parent. Um, <laughs> we, we do all our business here, and it's uh, 30-some miles. But um, if you're in Parkfield, you're either uh, lost or <laughs> on your way there because it's not on the way to anywhere else. And so, therefore, it has been overlooked, and which is the beautiful part of it yeah. because it's just still Mother Nature everywhere. Yeah. When you go out there, it is the old 
it is per, it's pristine and it's beautiful and the population's still right about 18 but they're all variants now aren't they <laughs> a good share of them a good, good share, share of them. them we have Catherine in the studio Catherine pull up here and you can share my mic if I if I ask you to pop in here um, so you have the cattle drives going on and explain you have a, a in how many rooms in the inn now we have 10 rooms in our lodge okay and uh, and then the restaurant across the street Oh, and best burgers, best steaks, you guys. Ice cold beer. You have if, wine now. You're yeah, super fancy uh, now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we figure if you drive that far for a burger, it better be good. <laughs> and, it, and it is, and it is. And then the then the cattle drives and oh, and the and the you don't call it the inn. What do you call it? The lodge. The lodge now has a pool because it does get a little toasty out there in the summertime. Yes, we have all four seasons. Yeah. Okay, so Catherine, I remember seeing Catherine. These these family members have grown up these kids grew up on horses your legs didn't even go around the horse when i first saw you ride and and the just the authentic first of all i'm just going to be superficial here this family i've always thought it doesn't make sense that they're not jerks because you were all blessed with such beautiful looks and they're kind and modest and it's like how does that happen that they can be so cool when you guys could all just be so snobs but Catherine continues the tradition here look at this poor ugly child yeah i would say let's <laughs> let's bring her in after the break okay. so that way we'll we'll swap one of you guys out and let her fill in. Okay. So that way we don't have to like pass microphones. So are you around. trying to tell me, Craig, it's time it, for a break? Well, it will be soon. Okay. But it's it's difficult when you know moving the microphones oh, around. I'm just gonna have so to let's just it. have her pop in after the break. Okay, that will be good. But anyway, we have three generations here. So what what is a cowboy weekend, John? Yeah, so we've got uh, a little bit of something for everyone. Um the cowboy weekends are a little bit more um your typical dude ranch event you get a room uh, a really nice room meals drinks um and we go out and ride each day uh i like to say we're all about horses and cattle we don't have um a lot of of the other foo-foo things that maybe you might go to some place in wyoming at but you will so never what do you mean by that uh, like Things that have nothing to do with riding, like um, skeet shooting or oh. <laughs> shooting a bow or something like that. You You're come doing to ranch Parkfield, activities. You are riding horses and working cattle. It's a working cattle ranch, so so every ride you get your opportunity to um, work cattle and uh, and get your hands dirty. Okay, and for those of you who have never ridden a horse and thought I would love to do it, but I'm too scared. You've also never seen the Varian horses, and we got to do a shout-out to Z because we got a we got a horsewoman in the family who is an amazing trainer, and so we'll talk about that after the break. We're, you're listening to KVEC News Talk Radio, 920 AM, 96.5 FM. If you want to call or text in, the number is 805-543-8830, and we'll be back right after the break.
It's hard to interrupt that music, Craig. That's so fun. Jeanette Trumpeter filling in for Dave Congleton today on KVEC. Hometown radio with a hometown crew. San Luis Obispo County, born and bred, but living out in Parkfield, which is just outside the San Luis Obispo County line, about 40 minutes outside Paso Robles. And if you haven't been, it's a beautiful trip. You need to go out and have a burger, have a steak, have a cold beer, have a glass of wine at the Parkfield Cafe. I remember Jack going out there as a young reporter for KSBY when it was the earthquake capital of the world and the USGS had all that equipment out there and that kind of gave you some fodder. But I think there's been a mystique, at least most of my life, with people wanting the cowboy life. You weren't alone wanting to be a cowboy at some point in your life, but it's beyond the reach for a lot of people. But you provide the opportunity to even city slickers by the good horses and the good training you have. And we got to give some kudos to Z, right? She's the, the she's the horsewoman in the family. Yeah, my wife is certainly the horsewoman. And uh, we were fortunate enough to have several good stallions and plenty of room to run a band of broodmares. So she raised and then trained all of the horses uh, all the way through from our start there in 1961 until into the 1990s. Uh, We had all these horses that were trained by my wife. She also showed a lot and was the uh, champion bridle horse uh, person in 1969 and then continued showing horses, stock horses, throughout the 80s and into the 90s. And then she also took care of all the cattle on the ranch while I was gone uh, trying to find more cattle. That's awesome. And so you have enough horses. I want to, I, I know we have a phone call waiting, but I want to ask Catherine right now because you're, Catherine, you've kind of taken over the reins, no pun intended, of the bookings and scheduling. Tell me how many events you have. Go through, so you have the, the still have the cattle drive, but now you've got cowboy weekends. Go on. Yeah. So we have, uh, we have four cattle drives a year, which are our most popular event, um, and they sell out really quickly. Uh, we have about 10 dude ranch getaways a year. We have two uh, cowboy academies where you get to kind of learn to be a cowboy or learn to rope, uh, work with cattle, everything. And then um, we have our rodeo. We have our bluegrass festival. We have our artisans fall roundup. We have, yeah, a million a things. <laughs> and and part of this, how many horses do you have that you can lend out? Because that's the great thing about bringing people out there is you know you're going to be on a, a a reliable, sturdy, well-trained horse. For sure. Yeah, we have um, about 23 dude horses that we uh, we let people ride, but we also have a lot of events where you can bring your own horse as well. And who's doing the training these days? Uh, it's kind of a collection of all of us, and we've just we've kind of been piecing together horses from local ranches and. Um, the guy who uh, helps us, Quentin Hall, he's a professional horse trainer in the area, and he, he helps us out a lot, too. So Okay, well, Craig pulls up this call real quick. The, the website, so if people want to s- learn more. Yeah, v6ranch.com. Okay, what do we got, Craig? All right, we got Amy. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, good evening, everyone. Howdy, Amy. Hey, I just wanted to call in and say that the best food 
in the North County. <laughs> I agree with you. What's your favorite thing on the menu? That's a hard one. Um, the shaken burger. The shaken burger. There's not a bad thing on the menu. And then the, the, the nicest part. So I go there almost every weekend. Wow. Uh, it's my preferred place. Okay. But the nicest part is not only is the food good, but when you walk in, it's just such a family atmosphere. Right. And you've got the variants hanging out, and you, and then you have tourists. Yeah. And their tourists are just like, this is such a godsend. Yeah. This is so what I need in my daily life. Yeah. So I, I, I think we speak the same language, but I was just calling to encourage people to take that oh. small, from North County, 20 to 30 minute drive. It's beautiful. It's scenic. And um, I, it's good food. It's good people. Oh, I love it, Amy. And you're, you are just echoing what I feel about this place. And it's hard to explain to people. I mean, there are a lot. Oh, there aren't lots. There are magic places across the country um, that that have a lot of to offer as far as experience. But part of the mystique of this place is this amazing family. What she mentioned is when you walk in, you are dealing with the family and they're pretty amazing people. And that makes it all the more special. Craig, are you telling me we need to go to a No, break? I'm just saying uh, I hung up on her. Like, oh, she, he accidentally hung. Okay, so no, don't ask Amy any more questions. Got it. Thanks. I didn't say accidentally. Rookie move. Rookie move. No, <laughs> I corrected myself. Because I'm so fascinated by your story that it's like, I, I really appreciate the phone calls and people who yeah. are, love to listen, but your story is so good. I know they like, have I want so to get many. to it. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. But it is fun to hear about the food. And I do want to say, I, I at one point in my life got a little convertible and it was my great thing. And, and it finally gave up the ghost after 22 years. And it was last, last year when it got green for the first time and i go i gotta have another convertible to drive out to parkfield so i want you to know that the drive is part of the great experience don't look at it that i mean it's an hour and a half from where i live in south county but once i get off those onto those back roads and it's green and luscious it's a beautiful drive so count that don't let that be the reason you don't go out to parkfield okay so tell me what a cowboy because i signed up for I, the cowboy weekends are new since the last time i've been out there what what do i have in store for that weekend yes yeah, so you're coming on our june dude ranch getaway and it is a uh four-day ride so you get there third you get there on the first day in the evening and we all have a welcome dinner um and then the second day you'll get assigned to your horse and we'll go out on a nice trail ride um and then come back in the evening you get to hang out around the lodge the pool the hot tub mm. drink wine beer and then uh the next day we'll go out probably gather some cattle come back do some fun sorting in the arena and then um i'll have to be mad at my dad all day because he's not getting done fast enough to get everybody back for their massages. Um, <laughs> massages. I don't Pardon. recall that being in the old west. Yeah. I never saw John Wayne getting a massage. Well, they got massages, but it was somewhere behind the saloon or something. <laughs> yeah, and then the last day we'll just take a short ride, and then you'll be on your way by noon and sad to leave. So, for uh, sure. Yeah, but that, that's kind of our more like a dude ranch getaway kind of. Uh, ride, but we also have a lot of rides that are um, strictly just going out, working with cattle, learning to rope, uh, learning how to sort in the arena, learning horsemanship, 
taking long uh, rides, um, and those are our our, our cowboy academies. And so what those I are fun too. And what again? I just want to reiterate: there are a lot of dude, not a lot, but there are dude ranches out there. But some, this is a working ranch, and sometimes. Working ranch crews can be a little hard on city slickers, and that does not happen in Parkfield. You never feel stupid for not knowing how to saddle a horse. You don't. No. I love the the temperament of the people out there, John. When I asked you it's to come, it's still all right to laugh at you, though. Yeah, though, no, be, <laughs> no. <laughs> there's some laughing, but it's good-hearted. It's not. Yeah, it's good. But you, you. When I asked you to come on, you said. Well, that'll, that day will work out well because it's raining because we like to take when it's sunny, we're working, you know, and I thought this morning, oh, John, the weather didn't cooperate and I'm taking them all away from the ranch. Explain to me what you do aside from this. You When you talk, you have a working cattle ranch. What does that mean? It's just, I like Sam just fixing stuff all the time. <laughs> fixing fans? Uh, fixing <laughs> anything you can imagine. I counted up once. Uh, somehow that we've acquired more than 60 toilets even on the ranch uh, <laughs> with all the facilities and this and that. But um, just uh, taking care of the livestock, as everyone knows, is a huge part. But just taking care of the infrastructure of 20,000 acres is is pretty overwhelming, along with a uh, restaurant and lodge and uh, all the amenities and everything in the restaurant and the lodge is built by your dad right there or you right it's it's ranch memorabilia it's things you've collected you're you built the place too yeah we built it but until i met barb no one really came there because we didn't have good enough food for anyone to get there but <laughs> now once uh once i uh, met Barb next door here at the grad and brought her back to Parkfield, another Santa Luis thing. Um, then, then things really turned the corner. All right. Barb is John's wife and another person who deserves a lot of credit in this family. We need to take a break, but we'll be back talking with the Varians and the V6 Ranch and Cowboy Country right here in San Luis Obispo County. You're listening to KVEC News Talk, 920 AM, 96.5 FM. Did I hear that theme in my house growing <laughs> every Tuesday night? I think it was Tuesday nights. Jeanette Trumpeter filling in for Dave Congleton on Hometown Radio, KVEC News Talk 920 AM and 96.5. And I am blessed to be sitting here with three generations of Varians in studio. We have Jack Varian, his son John Varian, and Catherine Varian. So Catherine's kind of running the logistics of booking things today. But I need to get back to you, Jack, for a second and talk about one of the first times I came out to interview you, you, you were really passionate about pres preservation and conservation early on. And, and some people wouldn't expect that from a cattle rancher necessarily, but that is cattle ranchers are very much into preservation. Yes. I, what enthralled me about the, my journey from 1991 on was when I met Alan Savory and Holistic Resource Management. From that time on, I believed that I was no longer a cowboy, but I was a grass man, that the grass came first and the preservation of the ranch 
was all important. And by 19, um, 2001, we placed a conservation easement over the entire ranch so that the ranch that had taken care of my wife and I and my children and grandchildren would pre- be preserved in perpetuity. Uh, it was the right thing to do in 2001, and it's way more important in 2024. And why do you say that? Why is it more important today? Because we need these spaces preserved in private holdings so that the, all the critters that live there have a guarantee that they're going to not be made homeless. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we need the continuity that Mother Nature requires in order to see the preservation of everything that's there. It, it's, it's so important. And the conservation easement, I think, is the best tool. And I worked through and got the easement by using the California Rangeland Trust. Wonderful. And, and that is a gift because in this day and age, there's, you know, we're all right here. I'm holding my phone to my face. You know, we're all right here. There is something that is missing from people's lives, and that is a connection to nature. And you can't help but get that, right, John, when you come out to Parkfield? Yeah, just people naturally put their phones down. Even kids, uh, we have a few kids types events, and it's wonderful to see um, how I said um, the the real is always better than the than the virtual. Yeah. What about the working? We talked a little bit about the working cattle ranch. How many head do you have, and and what does that involve? Like, do you you have to brand? Explain to a city slicker. Just a quick overview of some of the things that being a cattle rancher today means. Why you were hoping it was a rainy day and not giving up a day's work. <laughs> yeah, so it started off as a working cattle ranch, and we actually run a yearling or stalker operation where we buy the cattle in the fall, uh, bring them in, and we mark all of them, we vaccinate them, and um, and then we kick them out and rely on Mother Nature to uh, grow them lots of green grass and then um, gather them up in the early late spring early summer and um, and then we ship them off and sell them and throughout the year it's just keeping good feed in front of them keeping them healthy and and good water in front of them and you'd practice rotation grazing always yeah Yeah. the uh, the rotating around the ranch is in the spring especially is a uh, weekly um, w- a weekly event okay Catherine can I get v6 beef online um, not right now okay no uh, uh, we're we, we would love to get back to that one day but you have a few projects in the works. So, yes. <laughs> so, so the folks that are listening and you want to go out to the Parkfield Cafe for a for a burger and a beer or whatever, tell me about the hours because you don't want to make that drive. Some days it is close. Not that the drive isn't worth it and you should see it no matter what, but. For sure, yeah. Uh, no, we're open Thursday through Sunday from 1130. Um, and, yeah, we'd love to see you out there. And close around 8 unless yeah, a party's going we on. We close um, 7 o'clock on Thursday and Sunday and 8 o'clock on Friday and Saturday. Okay. The website is v6ranch.com. 
Okay, and all kinds of events there, but what you need to do is sign up for the newsletter because even as I learned, I thought, I'm signing up for this year's cattle drives. And then I got on there and went, this year's cattle drives are already sold out. So I am going to a, one of the cowboy weekends in June. But the, even that, in the time that I first reached out to you, it's sold out since then, right? Yeah. For, yeah. So if you just go onto our website, there'll be a pop-up that says join our newsletter. And that's how you find out about things the fastest. So... Craig, you have questions? I was just wondering, how long has it been like this? How long did it take to get the word out to where you were selling out so far in advance? Is that a recent phenomenon since Forever. maybe... Forever. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I figured she I came mean... on board and maybe you're on Instagram and Facebook <laughs> and now she's got you going viral. Or yeah. But it's been it's like Catherine. this for a while. No, no it's, a, it's a group effort. But um, we have been we've been busy for a while, um, but definitely saw a spike after the Yellowstone thing that people wanted uh, to. Yeah, that that was very good for business, too. So now, Jack, have you seen Yellowstone? Uh, no, me neither. <laughs> I'm one of the few. But what I would like to say where we started for real was when Z and I walked out of the Robles movie theater after seeing City Slickers. I said, we can do that, and we are now doing it for 30 years. Yeah. that's It's it's funny, I mentioned off-air that I walked out of the movie theater after seeing that movie and went straight to a travel agent to see if they knew of any ranches that had that kind of experience. Yeah. And, and they looked at me like a deer in headlight. What are you talking about? Right in our own backyard. They've been doing it all these years. And Yellowstone is, you know, I can't say it is a reflection of the variants in any way, shape, or form. But it has created a new interest in ranching. And I watched it with a friend up in Tahoe last year and said, you don't believe it. You won't believe this. But I actually know people like this. And I know a ran- like they do this. This really happens. And I think that there's a lot of people who don't realize it is in our own backyard and we have access to it, which is pretty special at the V6 Ranch. What's next? Anything? Any new dreams? Oh, lots. <laughs> Just finding the time to do them. <laughs> yes, I I would like to get to where we are doing more with selling grass-fed beef, uh, chickens that lay eggs. Uh, there's lots of uh, products that we can raise. We also have honeybees. You do? And we're starting to have manufacture our own honey wow yeah so uh we i think we're sold out of it right now but we will have honey available in our gift shop at the cafe then the gift shop has grown there's some pretty cool stuff in there now and the you sit at the bar in a saddle by the way you can belly up to the bar in a in a saddle it's a magical place any last thoughts from you we could go on forever and ever Jack, I gotta hand it to you. What do you anything? What What do you think? I've been talking to you for thirty years. What What does it mean to you to see two generations carrying on your dream? I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful for my occupation that I chose, hmm. and for the family, and for Parkfield Magic. I just am a very happy person. Aww. John? 
Well, I I'm not quite as happy as he is. No, <laughs> I'm the one that does all the work. Uh, <laughs> uh, to be able to work alongside your spouse, children, yeah, and outside, um, uh, God blessed us uh, very much. So, and I do want to give a shout out uh, to Lauren and Barb the. Who are and then Catherine's here too, but they're Lauren and Barbara kind of heading up the the restaurant part of it, right? They every variant partakes in the ranch operation <laughs> one way or the other. I've got my son partnered with my dad on the cattle. We've got horse trainers in the family. We have a one a couple still in college. We got a helicopter pilot now, so wow. uh, we, we've we've got every every aspect of it, and all of them are either in Parkfield or very connected to it in 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 spirit. Well, it's fantastic to have you all with us. So, again, the website is v6ranch.com, right? We never remember if it's org. Um, And get on there, see what you can do, and just go and take a ride. I want to thank you all um, for coming in and making the drive to come see us today. It is always a pleasure to be around this amazing family. Thank you. The reason we do this is because we get families like Jeanette's family to be lifelong friends. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So go meet the variants, become lifelong friends, and, and discover this magic in your own backyard. Get on that newsletter. And if you're able, man, do one of these events. It's so worth it. You'll never forget it. Dave, I hope you're having a great vacation. Thanks for letting me take over the mic today. We'll see you when we get back on KVEC News Talk Radio, 920 AM and 96.5 FM. Craig, thank you, too. The 920 KVEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.